You have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe Podcast. Your contacts code names are Luke. Oh, oh, Matt, Bernie for platforming Joe Rogan because Bernie's platform was so much bigger, uh, politically speaking. They were mad at him for platforming Joe Rogan. And then Joe Rogan was uh, getting yelled at for platforming Bernie Sanders by his fucking right wing people. Mike. It's beyond that, though. It's the human perfection quest that has been going on for years now here where we're just looking for the perfect human who never did anything stupid. Somehow they skipped being immature. They went right to being mature and never had any mistakes that you can dig up on them eternally, ever. And Scott. Dude, don't be the fucking person that like, can't actually sing a song. Like, you're wasting people's time. Like, people that go up and they're like, I'm going to sing a Mariah Carey song. It's like, ha ha, that's funny. Mariah Carey has like a five octave voice. Like, fuck up. You can't, you can't do it. The Mexican pizza is making its return. That's the latest rumor from the Taco Bell Newswire. And that's the kind of news we bring you on the Is It Safe podcast. No, talk show. Sorry. Is It Safe talk show. Episode 53. The is It Safe round table. Tonight on the Is It Safe Roundtable, Mexican pizza. Is it worth $10? <laughs> May 1st, over under. Mike, that reminds me. Do you remember Do you remember the Mexican pizza when we did hot lunches? Remember hot? First of all, does anyone remember hot lunches? And of course, hot lunch, yes. Do you remember the Mexican pizza? For some reason, it was always cut into an octagonal shape. What the hell is that all about? Oh, yeah. The, yeah it was, gross. It was freaking delicious. Was it? I never really tried it. It was uh, probably terrible, but... You but know. I'd eat Taco Bell for some reason, like I trust them. Exactly. <laughs> which makes little to no sense. Uh, hey, what can I tell you? Anyways, uh, hey, we're live today. Comparable we're going to talk about... Red excrement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you this. We got a lot to talk about today, so we're going to get right to it. We got three emails we got to cover, and that's important. Uh, I know Luke had some thoughts on the... Uh, bozo union address last night that nobody gives a fuck about so luke why don't you just get out of the way now so we can move on from it man i'm actually really glad you just started it that way because i literally got to the i don't give a fuck about it phase two uh i yeah i put it on yeah i put it on for for you're right what is the fucking point it it's all it's all such garbage, but it wasn't even like good garbage. It was like really, really bad garbage. It was like it's the same old garbage. How's it? Fucking, well, it's like no, it's like it's like eating out of the dumpster when they throw out like uh, good bread from like a bakery versus eating out of the big boy dumpster when they just dump all the tonight. And I say to the Russian oligarchs and the corrupt leaders who built billions of dollars off this violent yeah, regime, no more. We're joining with European allies to find and seize their yachts, their luxury apartments, their private jets. We're coming for you, ill-begotten gains. And tonight, (laughs) I'm announcing that we will join our allies in closing off American airspace to all Russian flights, further isolating Russia. Ooh, that's what I wanted. That's what I've been asking for. Is there how anything about the, more how about the ill-begotten gains of everybody? Yeah, how about the ill-begotten gains of every fucking asshole in fucking Congress? And then the, what are they? They're gonna fucking uh, squinch up fucking uh, uh, economic sanctions on Russia. What what is that gonna do? Do you think Putin gives a fuck about that? He's fucking think, oligarch. It, like the people are gonna suffer. That's all this is gonna is, do. It's gonna make people suffer more. Yeah, remember the uh, Hunter Biden Ukraine thing a few years ago too? Like. Now I'm thinking about that in the context of the current situation and what's going on behind the scenes with the real 
power brokers in the world like Biden and Putin and Trump and all these people connected. And it's all, I mean, it's all big money shit. And I don't know the details of it all because I don't really give a fuck, but I do remember the story about there being you know, all this bullshit going out, which is just standard issue in terms of like briberies, which is common courtesy and expected behavior across the world now in those places. I agree. And now Ukraine's being what's invaded. The, what's the crux of the issue here? Luke, do you know? Like Hunter Biden sits on the board of like a Ukrainian <laughs> oil company. Fuck. Is that I, what it is? No, I, so, I mean, I've, I've tried, like I said last time, I I have tried in earnest to understand the ins and outs of this uh, conflict. And it's like you sometimes know, you can't put shit in your ear hole, like in your brain. It won't right. fucking fit. Like it's right. like putting a bunch of. Yeah, it's like a game of operation. You're trying to like dig this bone out of this out of this thing and you're never gonna win like the bone is too big you can't get it out. like yeah i'm like i'm gonna sit down and that's what she said i'm gonna dedicate an hour to the you, this whole situation see if i can gain any clarity the right we meet it's a as democrats republicans independents most importantly as americans as americans fuck there you go you it was just a, a fuck. How about this what's fuck you ass I was, uh, he did, he did fucking sundown a little bit. He was, he was drifting towards the end and that's the part that I caught. I caught like There's the no last I would uh, 30. Did it actually go to 11 o'clock? Is that when it wrapped? Of course it I did. Probably I don't know did. when his bedtime that thing's is. Whatever his fucking bedtime is, they probably had him on the West coast so that he could go to bed early. That thing's always hell on earth. And I'm my only regret is that as a child and a teenager, my parents didn't tell me what a joke it was to watch that thing. And I actually yep. sat through a couple of them when I was younger, like, oh, this is important. Because like, they're horrible fuckers. boomers. Yeah, exactly. Awful tell boomers. me the truth. And they, they believe in fucking institutions and they're all institutionalists. And they think that like American democracy is a beautiful and great fucking thing. Fuck that shit, man. Not cool. My only Anyways, regret is that I watched too much of it because... The Spartans were getting pounded by me. Oh, yeah, man. I, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to. That was uglier than the SOTU, Ooh. man, to me. That, they fucked me, man. I had a bet in that they would lose by nine and a half. I'm like, come on, they're going to lose by nine and a half. Oh, I'll take dude, that. That was that was the most predict. I mean, hindsight, right, with this sports bullshit. That was such a predictable Spartan letdown. Fuck them. I don't even want to waste any more breath on those twats. Yeah, okay. Well, anyways. uh, Go outside, nerd. Get out. Go. <laughs> well, that. Well, <laughs> what is Get that out. from? What is that That's from? A, oh, this one here. Go outside, nerd. Get out. Go. <laughs> Go outside, nerd. So funny. That's uh, Walton Goggins, the man. He's so good. Oh, Anything is that he from does. Vice Principal? No, that's from Gemstones. Oh, Gemstones. All right. Baby, yeah. baby, Billy, baby, baby, Billy. Baby, Billy. <laughs> He's a grown man called Baby, baby Billy. Billy. Baby, Baby Billy. Billy, go on. Go outside, nerd. <laughs> Get out. Go. The new season is even better than the first. Oh, I, I plowed through it. Yeah, I'm saying it's that. already done. Oh, well, okay. As I'm much not, as I'm not wait, I got to watch the last up, episode, right? There's that's what pissed me off. I thought I get to watch the whole thing in one dose, and then it was like, right. oh, that's it. You got one more to wait for. I was like, you fuckers. Sometimes, sometimes I'm happy that I get too tired and I fall asleep, and I'm like, I get to look forward to it later. You was a toilet baby. Oh, yeah. Did you guys watch? Did you guys watch uh, Nightmare Alley by any chance? No, I haven't seen Nightmare Alley. Uh, I, I was a toilet baby, so it didn't work out for me. You was a toilet baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a whole great bit in that second season of Gemstones oh where he talks about what a toilet baby is and how it happens. It's broken down in detail, only like they can do on the righteous. 
Gemstone. I ain't got time only... to be distracted by your worthless chime ins. Go on. Literally it's only true. Danny McBride can get away with any anything like that. He's he's so like severed from and, and like distant from the like regular kind of mainstream comedy world that there is yeah, there's is nobody who can fucking touch him. It's a completely different fucking ethos. Absolutely. He's absurdist humor in its finest. He'll just push it to the limits and it's expected. And that and that apparently getting John Goodman for the Righteous Gemstones was like a huge boon. There's no way in hell that McBride actually thought he would do it. I saw the interview yesterday and he uh, was shocked that Goodman said yes. It's kind of like it reminded me of how Danny DeVito said yes to It's Always Sunny. They never thought they could get him and it, it kind of brings this, you know, serious dramatic actor to a completely absurd show. <laughs> I love the idea that that I love the idea of (laughs) fucking Danny Danny DeVito being like a serious dramatic actor in the in the same ilk that John Goodman is. Uh, he was yeah. always a he was always a squirrely squirrely little man that. But he's a dramatic. He was a. He, he was. is. I mean, you know, sure, he, he was on he Taxi, did. but he, sure. once he got to for do sure. what he wanted to do, he did and some he directed stuff. movies. He directed movie like you know he did Throw Mama from the Train. And he directed he's done a ton that. of comedies. Yeah, Ruthless yeah. People, all that stuff. He's got a whole litany of comedy work that he's done. But Always Sunny was like beyond the pale, in my opinion, in terms it's, of anything that he ever did comedically. In terms of being just ridiculous. I mean, he. He put on a, a unitard and <laughs> pretended to be the trash man as a wrestler. I'm the trash man. I mean, it's just so funny. As a wrestler? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's right. Great. He's, uh, the, okay. he's the heel. Yeah, he was the heel. Any final thoughts uh, on this State of the Union? I know it's important to all of us. So. <laughs> just a I mean, fucking tsunami of platitudes. What what else did you expect? And the, like and the, a- that that was my biggest thing, I guess. That's the last note. Aren't even platitudes you want to hear? There was nothing about there was nothing Sir, about anything that's going to actually improve anyone's life. It was just nope. like it was just bullshit about fucking culture shit and yes, oh, it was boy. so it was so like. It aimed so low. It was so low. I couldn't even fucking believe it. I, I actually thought, expected less. So I was. I, I can't believe out, you expected less. It out. It actually outkicked what I had expected. Like, goddamn, you must. I be thought the they were going to outkick the coverage. I I thought there were going to be you know at least. Admittedly, I didn't watch all 120 fucking minutes of this. Rap. <laughs> aim high, Willis. Hell aim no. high. I was aiming low, and it. I think it. I think it came in like maybe right at expectation or like a just a pubic hair above yeah your expectation was that they would be scooping his ass off the floor yeah, so I just, I, and that didn't happen so did. i just expected an absolute Aim embarrassment high. oh so. my god yeah no it's i think we should all be embarrassed to be uh americans if you actually gave a shit to begin with oh some some people who have pride in their country should be very upset okay well you know uh you sound very judgmental, Luke. I will say that. It's a little bit too judgmental. Then one day I was driving my little boy to school and I saw this quote by Walt Whitman. It was painted on the wall there. It said, be curious, not judgmental. Not judgmental, Luke. I think you missed that. That's important. <laughs> I think making judgments is uh, how you basically stave off death in this country. So, you know. Well, yeah. You're, you're going to you know, have to make some judgments. There's a whole. Sorry to tell you, feels... but you can't just accept everything you hear. Oh. Yeah, it feels like we live in a world now where if you say, yeah, I'm judging you or I'm judging that, it's a terrible thing. But judgments are important. We need to make judgments, first off, to survive. If you talk about like at a base level, 
Survival is about making judgments so you don't put yourself in situations where maybe you would die. I mean, that's the most extreme end of it, but you yeah. need to make judgment calls every day to keep yourselves out of tricky situations. So to say we don't, we shouldn't judge, or I will not be judging anybody. I fuck that. Get a clue. I live in the real and world. Th that, I used to always hear that, you know, that uh, being judgmental is kind of just bad, just in and of itself, uh, prima facie type bullshit. But it's you. You have to make you have to make judgments and be discriminating. Discrimination is uh, part of our exactly. part of the way we make fucking decisions. Discernment so, matters. That's exactly yeah. what, that's so, the word I was going to use. Discernment. Yep. What other? Yeah, what are your you favorite adjectives discern, for man. discernment? No one wants to see this. It's very disturbing. It's very discerning. <laughs> adjectives <laughs> for discernment. Adjectives for discernment. Um, <laughs> uh, strict discernment. Strict. Uh, intense. Uh, intense. What are some yeah. synonyms? B bumbling. Discernment. Bumbling discernment. Yeah, those are adjectives. Uh, Oh, you're looking Decif for synonyms. Decipher? Yeah, decipher. Uh, uh, question. Out. Challenge. Uh, confusion. <laughs> uncertainty. I'm just throwing words out that I think of when I hear that word. <laughs> we can move so, on. No, I mean, it's fine. No, hey, I got, I, I've got a disorder. Yeah. The thing is that I didn't tell you is that I have Asperger's. No. <laughs> oh, Coming my God. clean after all this time. I'm coming, yeah. So, all right, so let's, let's get to the emails then. Like I said, uh, Michigan State got destroyed by Michigan. Uh, both teams will be in the tournament, though, by the way, right? Uh, yeah, unless Michigan completely flames out at the end, but they should still be in. Only what? to get their asses pummeled in the first week of the tournament. I mean, Michigan <laughs> State beat Purdue, but other than that, they've lost like six out of seven or something. I mean, it's been a bad stretch. Oh, yeah, it's... it's Michigan's lost, too. I mean, they, both these teams are bizarre both teams. These, these teams are, are half-assed. That's exactly what they are. They're half-assed teams. <laughs> Playing half-assed basketball that are going to get fucking... Going to get bounced first week of the tourney. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the thing, though. Weird shit happens. You know that. You never know. fucking know. That's why we watch that. Yeah, we're gonna get at, we're going to get after some, some fucking gambling. Yeah, I gotta weeks. get all the. Ever since I told you I was on a roll, I've gone cold. So I never should open my mouth, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> oh, you got a cold, cold string of cards. Like yeah, you read about. Oh, yeah. Can you believe it? <laughs> like can you, you believe it? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It's, it's shocking. Frozen, Luke. frozen wave of cards. I don't mm. know how it happened to me, but frozen wave just... of cards. That's it. <laughs> Damn. Damn it! How does it happen? I, I hate. Screwed, I hate man. missing it's that fucking fair. line. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, what you go through is worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset about uh, missing the line. Uh, you're upset about missing the the hey, line. Okay. This is the greatest go. country in the world, man. We get to gamble. We got a state of a union telling us how great life is, and gambling is legal all over this great state. Mexican pizza is coming back. I mean, what the yeah. fuck more could we want? I mean, Who I says America is not I the greatest country bucks. in the world? Hey, I won 40 bucks in the scratch-off today, so I'm very excited. Oh, did you? Wow, yeah. you you talk about us gambling and you play scratch offs. You're a yeah. fucking yeah. loser. <laughs> yeah, wow. every time when I when I'm feeling flush. Uh, that's 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 my that's my little dalliance. I'll, I'll get a couple news. of scratch offs. Uh, you peel a couple of oh. the, the old the old corner shop. The old, yeah, yeah. The old corner shop. If I told you I have never never been to that corner shop, that would make me a liar. <laughs> uh, yeah, there it is. There is absolutely uh, yeah. no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. 
Well, maybe there is. I don't know. I mean, betting's fun, oh, and Mexican pizza's here. So you're, you're I using, disagree. You're using Sorkin against us? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yes. There is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest Sorkin country dialogue. in the here world. We're seventh in literacy, 27th in math, 22nd in science, 49th in life expectancy, 178th in infant mortality, third in median household income, number four in labor force, Nobody and number four in exports. This. We lead the world in only three categories. Number of incarcerated citizens per capita, number of adults who believe angels are real, and defense <laughs> spending, where we spend more than the next 26 countries combined, 25 of whom are allies. Now, none of this is the fault of a 20-year-old college student, but you nonetheless are, without a doubt, a member of the worst period, generation period ever, period. So when you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yosemite? Yeah, I don't know either. That's a good question. Yosemite. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that, nobody talks like that, by the way. Uh, it's cool dialogue, but nobody talks like that. Nobody could rattle off all those stats that quickly maybe, like that. Maybe Russell Brand. Okay, He's, maybe Russell Brand. He's very. Actually, quick. he could probably do it off the head, and he would probably make it much smarter than that. I don't know. Don't also, what that. the fuck? I, I like is, that. I like that bit. Sorkin, That's a good bit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, of course. It's nice and tight, you know. It's good, yeah. but shitting on the country. I love stuff no, like that. No, but it's fucking complete trash. The, the, the entire his his whole like worldview is he's an institutionalist and he's like on record as saying that he does not like to oh, fight the is. fucking institutions. He wrote the fucking West Wing. This guy is uh, this guy's a yeah, fucking, but he directed the Chicago Seven, dude. <laughs> that's even worse oh my god and he wrote few good men which is like that's probably the best thing he did was write few good men and that's still borderline reactionary you know rob reiner was on a rob reiner doesn't get enough credit for a few years there he was on a tear he did spinal tap princess bride a few good men harry met sally all in that like eight year period that was a great run good for him yeah yeah, his 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 brain is uh, pockmarked with yeah, everything he's... that <laughs> the liberals have said over the last 25, 30, 40 fucking years. He's there is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. Hear that, Rob Reiner? Fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. He's a fucking dead-brained idiot, man. I'm so sick oh, of Oh, he's people. a liberal. He's your classic liberal They're talking garbage. point yeah. situation, right? I mean... He's oh my the, god, he was he was he was riding so fucking high during the Trump years. Holy shit, he was like giddy when he was on Bill Maher. He was like he was like vibrating. I don't know if you saw that, but he was like fucking vibrating. He was like no 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 and he he could not get a fucking sentence out because he was yes. so goddamn excited about everything he, was everywhere. he had to say. Yeah, it was you're right. He was. That's true. Yeah, he was like the liberal. If they could create one in a cast. You know, all right, we got to create the perfect liberal talking head. It was him. It was definitely him for a while. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah, people true. don't like liberals because they're ruining their fucking lives. How about that? Yeah. That's hey, you know, the that's, thing, a, that's the thing. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, hey, Trump. Trump exposed uh, Trump exposed all the fucking traitors and the, the, the class traitors. So I'm happy about that. Oh, speaking of Trump, uh, Trump's on a fire right now. CPAC 2022 is gone oh, down. Shit, Just I actually wanted up. to see that. I would rather watch that than have watched the goddamn State of the Union. <laughs> well, uh, some people are calling CPAC 2022. For those of you who don't know, which uh, it's good if you don't know what it is. It's the conservative <laughs> national yearly gathering of the finest conservatives hilarious. in the oh, country of the United States of America. But they're calling it Putin's party. This is the Putin wing of the Republican Party now at CPAC. 
great. I'm telling you, man, it's it's like get your fucking popcorn ready. If you're gonna watch any of those YouTube videos, and oh my god, get ready. They are Trump won the straw poll too. For to run again oh, yes. at CPAC. Yes. He he beat DeSantis fifty eight to twenty four percent or fifty no fifty four to twenty eight percent. Sorry. That was Wash, washed up psycho bed midler. <laughs> Man, I can I it's, washed up psycho bed midler. Shit is real, dude. <laughs> I can I can tell you driving around these rural fucking areas that the energy is real. Like people are they're already starting to air it out, dude. They're airing yeah. their flying their flags. Like I'm seeing flags everywhere i know there was one i think the first two i think the first 2024 flag i saw actually was by your house mike when i'd come over for band practice i think i'm oh, like yeah. far, on farmington or whatever fucking road uh whatever the hell it doesn't matter but yeah just taking advantage of their corner a lot with heavy visibility to like fly that shit just these people oh. know they know what they're doing they're like they're just pulling their fucking cocks out all over everyone's faces and it's gonna be oh it's gonna be a party for for big red coming up here yeah well they're gonna they're gonna destroy they they are going to absolutely fucking wax yeah you want to bet yeah you want to get some early bets in you want to get some early bets in (laughs) we might want to look can we bet on that i'll I'll bet on that shit i will bet on i'll bet on fucking like county races i'll do i think we yeah we can bet on we can bet on politics that's not how we do things here in america no Everything really is a fucking things. everything is an auction uh, up for the highest bidder. Maybe so Vegas. How is that not Vegas true? For that. I don't know if you can do that shit on your phone. <laughs> well, hey, you know, if Larry David says it. I believe it. So if he says that's how well, we Larry do David America, fucking endorsed yeah. Pete Buttigieg. So he can he can. Yeah, it was probably a joke, though. Taint. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I don't believe that. <laughs> no, he can lick my taint. That's fucked. Larry up. David's never serious at anything at any time. He told me to buy crypto, though. So I like you're right. That. He also no, he doesn't said, have don't any buy crypto. He, He's he's oh, the one he who's missing out. That's well, that's why I bought it because he said not to. You're right. Oh, he okay. is he he is the empty vase. Like he and uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Literally <laughs> hey, oh, here more, we go. Join on cue the Seinfeld portion of the they show have brought to nothing, you by Luke Horlbeck. They just have nothing to fucking say about the real world. They don't give a shit about any of it. It's all idiosyncratic, uh, you know, ir- like irritability shit, and it's hilarious. And so good. <laughs> I just wish you didn't say anything about Pete Buttigieg. That's it? Oh, wow. We're not even going to make it to the end of the theme song. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's get to these emails. Don't forget, yeah. is it safe pod at gmail.com is how you can email the show. And we have three emails today. We are stacked. We are filled to the gills. And big news. <laughs> Apparently, Luke read the emails on his own time. Which is a new thing. So, Luke, congratulations on that. Well done, sir. Oh, yeah. Wow, thank you so much. Well, it's the first time. I think I'm, up until this point, I read the uh, emails no, I've, on the I've, air. So. I've, always, I've always tried, and it wasn't until today that, like, we got the password sorted out. I, I had tried that password. I swear to God, it just didn't work. But then when you sent it, all right. So what was we, the password? Guys business. have underestimated me my entire life. What was the password? What is the password? It's very simple. Yeah, it's not complicated. No, I got, I got the password too. I actually looked at the emails, but I didn't really read. Oh, them. Dan- oh okay. I, just, Danny- I looked at I looked at the fact that they were there, but I didn't like read through the shit. If that makes. Well, sense. we're sharing, we're sharing this now. So, if you read it and not everyone has read it, you might have to remark it as unread. 
Just a thought there, guys, because we're sharing this email. All right, let's start off from the top. We'll run it down. Let's go with Danny first. Danny, welcome in. Good to have you aboard. Danny's a loyal, probably he's the original Is It Safe uh, fanboy. Yes, he is. No doubt about that. No offense. There can only be a first. Yeah. So, Danny says, uh, Luke... (laughs) Luke requested hard-hitting questions, so here we go. <laughs> oh, super Mike, fucking literal. He killed me on this. Mike Tyson had 50 wins in his boxing career. How many were by knockout? Oh, uh, I got the answers in front of me, and you've already looked. We've all looked at this, so the answers. We'll give you guys 10 seconds in your own minds to think this over. But. Wait a minute. He had 50 wins in his boxing career. Yeah. How let, many were by knockout? Yeah, I would have said 48. Marinate. Yeah, I would have said yeah. probably 49. I, I wish there was a way in email for this to be a uh, like a question and then you reveal the answer okay that Danny, would be amazing when you compose your emails which what we're going to need you to do is ask a question <laughs> then scroll down like two pages and then write the answer so there's a lot of blank space that's a great point there's a real technical aspect to this that needs to be dedicated some question or technically enter, enter, you wait enter, 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 enter. <laughs> technically you wait for our guests and then you email back and then we just do that all fucking day long no one wants to see this it's very disturbing yeah so it's 44. That's the answer. 44 by knockout. A little less than I thought. I guess there must have been a couple early or maybe later in his career. Who knows? It His career just really went sideways. Well, they, so it wasn't necessarily just knockouts. Like, you know, some people just like hang in there long enough. Some people are strong enough to not just go down. Well, he had 50 uh, wins, 44 by knockout, six losses and two no decisions. And the next one is how many times did Muhammad Ali win the heavyweight boxing title? I'm trying to avoid this one so I can look. I can guess. Oh, are you going to guess? Yeah. How many times did he win the heavyweight championship? Uh, I'm looking at the answers, so I can't. Probably four anything. or five times, I would guess. Yeah, I was going lo- to take the over, not knowing anything about what. Wait. Uh, oh, do you guys want to put in a little uh, side bet or whatever? Yeah, I don't remember the answers to this shit. You want to do? You want to do a bet? Twenty bucks. I take the over. I take the over. Twenty bucks. Fuck that. No, I don't think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've been on something. I'm trying to more. save up for a microphone here. We can't afford <laughs> I'm that. I'm praying. I'm praying on everybody's uh, weakness. <laughs> <laughs> What's the answer, Luke? Uh, how many times did Muhammad Ali win the heavyweight boxing title? The answer is three against uh, Sonny Liston, George Foreman, and Martin Spinks. It's Martin Spinks. Damn! That is Leon some hard hitting. There's a couple Spinks, oh. I think. Michael Spinks, Leon Spinks. Michael Spinks. I think it's Mike. Yeah, there's oh, two Le- Spinks. Ooh, could be Lee. I think this is Leon Spinks, actually. Yeah, the original, like, massive knockout he had, I think, before, like, when he really started to blow up there in the late 80s, it was the the Spinks knockout was the 90-second knockout, I believe. Absolutely amazing. This guy's huge. Uh, this guy's, like, six I know. foot five. He's gigantic. 275 pounds. <laughs> and Mike Tyson just, hi, Mike. No, this was uh, Muhammad Ali who knocked his Oh, I'm thinking Mike Tyson again. Shit, well. Just, well, Tyson, Tyson may have got a, 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 a different Spinx. <laughs> Did Tyson yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of Spinx. There's Michael that's, and Leon. So I don't know yeah, that's, why, that's why this one too got under Spinks. my skin. I was like, it's too many little details I don't know here. There's too many goddamn Spinx, man. I can't keep... Oh, I got to be careful there. That's not good. Spinx and Cooks is different. Too many Cooks. I wanted to do a Too Many Cooks reference for Too Many Spinx. I don't have it. Okay. So, yeah, I never would have guessed that. I'm not really great with the boxing no. career. Who is? That's not my specialty. I admit yeah, that for You either are or you aren't. It's like being into jazz or something. You're just totally in the <laughs> fucking... You're totally... In, no, no one wades in the kiddie pool of boxing, you know? 
I did go to the Boxing Hall of Fame when I was a kid, though. But again, there are multiple Boxing Hall of Fames. This goes to the entire problem with boxing. There's like 80 belts, and there's too much diversity. It's all broken up and fucked up. So that's too many cooks. We have to. Strings. We we do have to actually. <laughs> we definitely need to uh, address the last the last line in this because this is fucking amazing. Uh, the current UFC heavyweight champion Francis, and uh, I'm gonna pronounce it Ngannou, has a record of 17 wins, three losses. How many of his 17 wins were by knockout? I don't answer. Know. Answer is 12. UFC. Doesn't matter. Answer is 12. Doesn't matter. But here Couldn't is give a the, fuck about the UFC. No, but like, here's the parenthetical, which is fucking insane. This guy holds the world record for the hardest punch. His speed power is measured at fifty-one thousand feet, uh, foot pounds per second, equivalent to the horsepower of a small family car. A punch <laughs> that is like getting hit by a car. Impressive. Just a How is this guy even allowed power. to fight? This is like this is <laughs> these are. This is like lethal weapon shit. This guy's not allowed in the ring. If he punches you, yeah. if he hits you right in the chest, I mean, lo- small like, car. losing a UFC fight. I mean, how small is this car? Like, <laughs> car ramrod. Like, that's how many times you died. Like even seventeen and three. I know that's impressive, but what the hell happened those three times? Did you almost die? I mean, I know a lot of these are these like guys just these guys just swing so hard and shit. Right? No, they get caught off guard because they're fucking. Uh, they're doing these haymakers and they like fucking knee. I remember seeing one like knee to the face, like bell rang dude ran up to this dude straight, went like off the ground, fucking knee to the knee to the fucking jowl. And the dude just (laughs) fucking went dark like five seconds. It was five (laughs) seconds. I just, wow. The, uh, the UFC you're shit. Dead. I, you're fucking dead. How do you live through that shit? I avoided I avoided even paying attention to UFC for forever, basically. I was I but I was around a bunch of guys who were like huge fans and I started to you know, we'd be at the bar because they wanted to go to a particular bar because they had the fight on, and I start started to really fucking appreciate it. I mean, it's not something I enjoy watching. It's not something I'm going to like block out my calendar for, but you know, I started to get it. I understood, man. I mean, they these guys are these guys are absolute like the craziest athletes in the world. Absolutely. And a reminder that I mean, you I don't that. you don't fuck with people. Absolutely. Just let's remind don't, people. Just yes. don't fuck yeah, with don't fuck any with people. <laughs> don't be an asshole. Don't fuck with somebody because you you could be going up against like the forty seventh best UFC fighter in the world, which means you're fucking dead, murdered, murdered, like murder. The, these kind of guys can just take your face and like bounce it off a wall. And you're <laughs> you're done. Like <laughs> you know, there was some awesome story about this. It was like a few years ago. Like some Oklahoma Sooner college football player got all fucking high and mighty in some you know line dancing bar and ran into two dudes trying to pick a fight with these guys in the bathroom. And these dudes just literally like looked at each other and just mauled this guy. And he oh, was like, God. yeah, it was like six, seven, this fucking huge Ron Gronkowski type fuck who just got plowed, just plowed in a bathroom. What? Just some I mean, unassuming looking dude that just obviously knew how to fight. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Don't talk shit to people. Yeah, don't be nicer. Just be nice to people. That that guy kind of deserved it. But yeah, if you're regular, if you're regular sized human being, just never talk shit to anyone. I would I would have given the same advice to that guy, dude. Yeah, I know. I know you're you play college football and you're six seven, but like. Just be nice to people when you're taking a piss in a bar. <laughs> I mean, we all we all know people in the Midwest love to shove each other in a bar and and get angry about uh, you talking shit about my girl, man. You know we we know that happens. Oh, just boy. walk away, walk away. Yeah, I was just trying to piss and get drunk. <laughs> complicated. Stop, you know? stop looking at my D, dog. <laughs> stop looking at my D. Well, there it is. I mean, Danny, fascinating pieces of information. About UFC and boxing, Never dude. Known. The equivalent to the horsepower of a small family car. I like that he added family car. <laughs> Is that like a like an like an Optima, like a Kia? Is it like a Kia Spectra type? He of made car? he made sure that like this. Oh, this is one of those uh, reasonable vehicles that people buy uh, for families. It's probably a sedan. <laughs> I'm guessing if it's a family car, so even bigger than a coupe. Yep, well, that's true. There's a lot of truth to that. I think that's funny. It's important when you respond to these emails, though, Luke, make sure that you are taking the time to say that it's you at the end of the email. Because, unfortunately, my name's plastered on every email. I don't know how to change that right now. Is it safe pod at gmail.com is our email handle, but it says my name. So sign oh. off when it's you so people know. Yeah. So when I said, damn, you you made this way too literal, uh, it sounded like it was you. But that's not your voice. It's definitely mine. Yeah, but I I responded to it too, so he might think, "Whoa, you already talked to me. Why are you talking to me?" Okay, he he gets it. He's fine. No, he'll be all right. Now he knows because yeah. he's here in the yeah. podcast, so it makes sense. Yeah. But he's um, yeah, he's a professional. Is he? I don't know about that. Anyways, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Pink is up next. Mr. Pink oh, is back. Oh, Pink! Pink goes deep. Thought Pink. Yeah, we thought Pink was a one-off, but he's not, or she's not. Although it is Mr. Pink, so I think it's. I don't even want to go there. Still could be somebody throwing throwing us off. Uh, Mr. Pick says, throwing hey, us guys. off the track. Throwing us, it could be someone we don't even know about. New listeners. Our podcast is available across the entire world at any given time. So if you want to listen to it, you can do that. But if you're listening to it, that means you already found it. So it would be kind of weird to be talking to somebody who hadn't heard it yet. Right now, that wouldn't make sense. Would it? You didn't automatically just target this to all of our Facebook friends? Car ramrod. I tried. Yeah, I tried All my right. best. Right. Uh, hey, guys, thanks for reading my question the other week. I got to listen to the latest episode. I'm not saying Ukraine and that pussy Vladimir Putin is worth devoting your whole show to, but I think what has transpired there is worth noting and keeping tabs on. It's Monday, February 28th, and already so much has transpired since Russia invaded. Did you hear about that fuckface in Belarus? Anyways, I find the Ukrainian resistance is remarkable, and this new threat of the use of nuclear weapons, a little alarming. Okay, uh, so there's another paragraph after that, but I don't really think. Uh, no, I mean, we, are... we're, we're, we're way too, we're way too uh, underserved and underinformed for a Ukraine-Russia discussion. Honestly, I again, I've tried. I'm not, I'm still not wrapping my mind around it, uh, but there is... It does seem that there is a, a history of, you know, Ukraine Ukraine wanting its independence and Russia feeling like Ukraine should be part of this. I just I don't ever really trust those types of motives because it's almost always clearly economic and 
it does not to me feel like that's the reason but you know i don't know about the fuck face in belarus uh i i forget who that is and yeah belarus is like joining forces though like fighting with russia so it's like what the fuck are you actually doing? yeah i mean there, there you go economic weakness i mean they're they're stuck with they're stuck with other allies they got so just in case you accidentally wander into a voting booth one day they're Meanwhile, Zelensky is like started like everyone's like, like, you know, throwing him a bunch of fucking love because he's like hanging out in a bunker somewhere with a T-shirt on. And he's like, oh, and, you know, it's like all the stories are meant to ingratiate him to us, which is like totally fine. Like the West is fucking with you. Like you're cool. You're a you're an ex-comic. Now you're like a wartime president. Uh, <laughs> that's like that's a pretty big jump. Like, I mean. Uh, one day you're fucking playing a president as a joke on some Ukrainian television show, like sketch comedy, and the next minute you're a fucking wartime president, like standing in the middle of the fucking Russia in the West. It's it's kind of I mean it's crazy, but Putin's a dick. I think this is literally like Putin's got the fucking Napoleonic. I'm five and a half foot tall. Ukraine belongs to us. There's a lot of that bullshit. Like, Russia doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Putin, <laughs> I, I, Putin's we just, don't either. Yeah. Just just we, remember that. If anyone no one, no has, if anyone has like a no big dick problem, it's it's us. I, how many other countries have an exceptionalism that is tied to their fucking like national identity? Yeah. We just take... Yeah, we we fucking shudder to think of if another country would do it, but we do this kind of shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> not, not star Wars every uh, fucking day. Like, yeah. Yes, we do star but, Wars. But, and yeah, every single fucking thing that they said during the goddamn uh, state of the union is about uh, how bad it is to invade a fucking sovereign country. <laughs> and yeah. what to, what the fuck have we been doing for the last 150, 200 years? But, I mean, come on, we have fucking Iraq. We just pulled out of a war that was obviously that exact same fucking scenario. I don't even, I, this is why I can't even talk about it. It's fucking stupid. It's mind-numbingly Who stupid. And it shit? basically just comes down mm. to, yeah, it's all the same bullshit. Yep. It's economics. Yeah. Mike's power. eyeballs are rolling in the back of his head. I know, as our, no, all I mean, of our I'm, collective I'm eyeballs bounce off the back of our skulls. But I'm just no, listening to you guys talk about it. It's fucking ridiculous. I mean, uh, maybe maybe we'll process some more details. and No one wants to see this could potentially talk about it but this this isn't us if you guys actually want a, a decent like podcast that really does break this down in a, an incredibly just american prestige american prestige is the best like international affairs international relations podcast that's out there so you know go go listen to them they they know far more than we do and and they're true scholars and uh they they get it. They under they read between the lines. There it is. Okay. Uh right, back to the email. As we continue forth here with Mr. Pinky, Mr. Pink. Whatever though. You guys wanted some good topics and questions, and I can think of none better than religion. <laughs> wow, that's <Yay>. good. That's <laughs> <That's> shift gears. <laughs> Ash Wednesday is this coming. This is in John up. Scott's wheelhouse. <laughs> oh, okay. Ash Wednesday's coming up, and the only reason I know that is because Every fat, miserable fuck I see in life and on the local bullshit news are talking about poonskis. Did you guys get your government-issued dozen of Americanized European pastries? <laughs> because, 
Because that's the real reason of the current season. Get loaded on 4,000 calories of fucking sugar and then give up beating your wife for Lent. Is it, is it, safe, is it safe to say organized Jesus Christian Christ. religion is done? Is it safe to say organized Christian religion is done? No. When can, when can we say that a rigged 2020 election has more merit than the idea God, Jesus, some fucking story of a virgin cranking out a brat? I would say that's like, yeah. I believe I, I believe in Jesus the big Christ. I believe in in stopping the steal over Christianity. <laughs> like in in order of priority, like believe in God or like try to get into some fringy like right wing shit. <laughs> I, I, know, I think I take the latter. <laughs> <laughs> Although one comes with the other, so whatever you end up in the same fucking armpit. <laughs> yes, you do. That's true. Just remember that Biden's got your back, everybody. Don't worry about it. Uh, freedom oh, of yeah. choice. Yeah, he was talking. We were talking freedom of choice yesterday. Well, it's going to be. Yeah, it's just going to be. It's going to be bipartisan, <laughs> which means you can fucking kill each other. And to be transparent, the idea of a rigged election is fucking ludicrous. So now we know where he's coming from. I mean, come the fuck on. Really? I used to try to believe and couch myself against some sky daddy that's going to send me to hell when I die. <laughs> yeah. But daddy. I can't anymore. To me, it makes more sense to think that nothing makes sense and there's no reason to that we, our world, and the universe is anything more than a collection of cells and energy crashing into each other indiscriminately. So Maybe I'm, other so, organized religions make sense, Pinky. So is this like a from a relapsed Christian, it sounds like almost? Uh, I think this is... Yeah, like, maybe well, slightly, the sky but... dad, I'm not going to believe in a sky daddy anymore. Was that the language? Like I did, but now I can't. I think I know who this is now. I had no idea who this was last time, but after reading that, some of that We're is a dead giveaway. Uh, you can't right. dox him. No, I'm not going to dox him, but <clears throat> so it's. I, I still have no idea who this it. is, so I'm actually I'm very excited. Oh, here, I'll, I'll type I'm this happy. in the chat here. I'm happy here that it's uh, well, I, anonymous. I don't, no, no, don't tell me. Your world, oh, I told you now. So. It's too late. Don't look at the chat then. Don't look at the chat. You're going to look at the chat. I closed it. Oh, he closed it. Good. Hey, look uh, at that. That's impressive. You can't Great. close it. I saw it. Oh. Oh. I still don't think this. <laughs> it's about to praise you for it. Is, it is. It is like Never one of the praise. more hilarious uh, kind of, <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, just train of thought type emails. I think this is fucking hilarious. That was a, yeah, that was a really, that was a funny email. There's some. Interesting thoughts there that made me laugh and the way he yeah. used his words. I give you full credit. You have, you're a wordsmith in a way, and I respect you. You definitely have your own voice as a writer. I'll give you credit there. Let's get this person signed oh, on as like a cop copywriter, like an unpaid copywriter for some, oh, yeah, some no, promotional it, materials that we're going to kick out. If it is who we think it is, he is a great writer. There's no question. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. Well, when can we say... Uh, I, I feel like I feel like this person is kind of caught in the middle of... In the middle of like... In the middle of being uh, confronted with the reality and the failures of of the the entire fucking enterprise and apparatus of the whole neoliberal order that he's had to live under and has kind of maybe not ascribed to but has wanted to believe in, which is not this is like something we've all gone through. We we want to believe that you know, Democrats, for instance, are better than Republicans. We want to believe that there's like some fucking point in doing anything that we do. 
but there just simply is not. I mean, it, that whole thing is is an absolute. It's an absolute like kind of uh, corporatic type. Uh, Let me tell uh, you the first rule of politics. And yeah, I mean, there's there's just. I, I I get it. I mean, I, I understand. I mean, I can understand also too connecting the two, connecting like the political situation with the religious one. You are you are being fucking deprogrammed at this point, and you have to go through that deprogramming. It's it's painful. You have to actually like let let go of a lot of the shit that you thought was real, because it's fucking not. And ask questions, be inquisitive. Like that's how I, I feel like I've arrived where I am. It's just like what like why, 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 why was always like, does that shit follow? It's like ask yourself if that really follows when you're thinking about your philosophy. Like, mm-hmm. does that work? Like, does that like go down every fucking road and be like, Okay, there's a sky daddy in this in in space that's gonna like send me to some fucking world. Sky daddy. That's that's really hot, and this is gonna be what happens in this world. It's like, like go ahead and read, you know, Dante's Inferno, but like, ask yourself questions. That's a man finding answers right there. Yeah, that's somebody asking why right there. I mean, he's definitely asking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he needs answers, and he's not getting them. Why? Because the he's punching a fucking wall, and that's exactly what you're getting. I mean, you know, it, in addition, like there there is a final there's a final sentence in this email that I do think uh, makes even more sense. There's there's a sense of kind of like uh, lawsuit. Fuck you, this. dick that there's there's no reason <clears throat> there you know there there's no reason the universe is a collection of cells etc cetera, etc cetera. and and I do completely understand that and that's that is one reason why you know thinking about yeah, we talked about existential a long time ago and I don't think I was very articulate about it but generally speaking uh, meaning meaning does not come from meaning does not come from a fucking a book or a religion or an institution. I mean, meaning needs to, it, it doesn't just or originate from you as an individual either. Uh, it Fuck originates ancient Egypt. It does originate from you as an, as a member of a fucking social organism. So it is about not, you are not forsaken. You are part of, you're part of a bigger picture and you are part of this family and you never should, uh, you should never be, uh, you know, you should never despair over that. We got that from the source. <laughs> there, there you are. The, the crux is acknowledging all the meaninglessness, but then continuing to fucking plot ahead into what's ostensibly like nothingness. It's like, that's the hard, that's the, there's the quandary. It's like, I'm never going to have kids, but like all my friends have kids now. And I'm like, Jesus, I it's, I have to hold myself back from being like, yep. why, asking the question, why? Like, yep. I mean, we're uh, just, fuck the bozos. That's, that is the definition of absurdity. Am I correct? In like existentialist thought, like the fucking I mean, the, the constant, original, the original the question constant, is why like, don't, why don't you commit suicide? Like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you, because it's you good enough here? here. See, just because kill it's yourself. good enough here. Because to me, like my life isn't that fucking shitty. 
like I try to keep perspective. Like I'm a fucking beautiful white man with a massive fucking dick living in <laughs> a fucking, you know, major city in America. And I eat what I want and fucking eat weed gummies. There you go. Drink fuck alcohol. You, fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're just cool. Going, just going straight fuck to Valhalla you, with that sucker. It's good enough. Life is good enough for 80. If you get 80 healthy years and then just roll out in the middle of in the middle of bedtime, you know, while you're sleeping, it's about as good as it gets. And that can be good enough. You can. It can be. Yeah, absolutely. That absolutely can. But if you're miserable and you don't see any point, you want to be gone, then I guess suicide is your option. I mean, well, no, I I, ultimately I think. I think you're you're 100 right, but I also think the idea is that uh, if you're miserable, that is part of the fucking condition, and that is just part of the way we all live our lives. We're oh, dude, miserable, miserable, and we're fucking we're we're just soldiering through it. And it's uh, you know we're all we're all living through the myth of Sisyphus. You know we're all pushing that fucking rock up the mountain and back down, and pushing it back up and back fucking down. It's never gonna end. It doesn't mean that life isn't worth living. It doesn't mean that life is that sad. It doesn't mean that life is bad. That's just exactly how it works. And honestly, if you're a billionaire, that's not even that great. Yeah, you know what would give you more meaning, you fucking billionaires? Help somebody. You want to find meaning in your life and you're a billionaire? That's maybe is that the worst person on planet Earth? Like the billionaire who's miserable that like doesn't oh, see yeah. any. Pro- like, dude, you want to feel you want any meaning in your life? It, like, help yeah. somebody with your fucking money. Then. Yeah. That actually no. brings like we yeah. were. I know this is another topic we don't have to get into, but that a couple of weeks ago, Luke, you suggested that article. I, I forget it was in a post or something like the moral yeah, the moral calculations of billionaires. Yeah. yeah. And they had that one billionaire that was like giving away whatever, 90 plus percent of his money. But he was still like, uh, you know, I'm doing what the fuck I can here. But I, I don't well, know. He spent, he-, every, he spent every day looking at the goddamn stock market and calling his broker. Yeah. And until until five, you know, until like the markets closed. And then he yeah, t- talk about meaningless. don't be that guy. Yeah. Like calling, calling your secretary exactly. every two hours. And she's like. You're actually you're up, you're up ten since the last time we spoke, and actually still just <laughs> yes being like this is meaningless, right? It literally <laughs> would go up like a, like one a fucking tenth of a point or like, a hundredth of a, a point. And he would do you a, a fucking favor if you're in that position, just and you still think it's meaningless. Just take that meaningless money and try to do something meaningful with it, like. That's all we ask you, billionaires. That's all we're asking you when we're trying to get a little more tax money, squeeze a little bit of tax money out of you. We're just fucking asking you to like give yeah. some of that money into the general pot to try to create some fucking meaning for the people that aren't in your position. I'm coming out of retirement. <laughs> whoa, for this whoa, one. whoa, what? Yeah, I, I feel like I don't know who you are. You're about to get chlamydia. This is very personal for John Scott because he's running he's running errands for Bezos. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, I can't believe you're selling he's off so- of Bezos, bro. Dude, it's the only fucking way to beat him. I, I've, had, I've had a ton of shifts where I fucking oh. just got paid for doing nothing. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> you said it. CEO entrepreneur.
That is, that is exactly how I think that song would sound if you sang it. One hundred percent. That is yeah, your voice. Yeah, I could voice. see myself doing that. I could. Yeah. Oh my that. god, that's that's actually that's your bag. You should probably do that shit. Yeah. I feel like you'd be in that register. Yeah, like, I could pull it off. I mean, you know, I did this one. Yeah. Coming at you with that new shit. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Drop it. Yeah, I do some dumb shit for baseball. For those of you that don't know me, in the baseball fantasy baseball, I have a show called Lots of Podcasts, blah, blah, blah. So sometimes I do parody songs of baseball stuff. And this is one of the new ones. Let's give you a little tiny taste of it. Son, I said, have I got a little story for you? This is gonna be too long. <laughs> this is too long. You should have played the REM one. You were drafted home alone during COVID 19. It's about being Mike Trout still top five. This is only for fantasy baseball players, by the way. Only. Here we go. Take it away. <laughs> This is the other one, the loop of everything. This one is great. It starts with a handshake, pens and papers and no shame. Jay Bruce is not afraid. This is fucking hard. Yourself, owners serve their own needs. Players lose their own needs. Free us from the rock. Free fun. No swing. No matter what's the matter with the tear in front. Down right. Wire moves. Fire. They walk more than seven games. No governing body needs. No catches, ball. Though, too fast. Lester is coming in. Hurry. No Nick Fury. Breathing down your neck. <laughs> team by team reporters. Weary stuff. Veteran stop. Look at that. Swing plane. Bowl. Pin. Uh oh. Overthrow. Populated pitching group. But this won't do. Save the self. Serving self. Baseball serves its own needs. Anger fills your Twitter feed. Tell me when the that was actually incredibly good it's you're you're right in that what did we talk about uh, a couple of weeks ago keys octave and all that octave range uh i've been listening to mike Patton, by the way because of that shit and uh, i realize i realize great octave range does not make you a no. Somebody I want to listen to. It's nope. just like, it's cool, but <laughs> it's fucking, it's like, that's awesome, but like, there is no way to sell a record that way. That's fucking no. gross. No, you like Mr. Mr. Bungle? Mr. Bungle? It's so gross, man. It's like, he was doing a bunch of like, he was doing like, his, I don't, what was he, what is the like, there's a lot of faith uh, Spanish language shit he was doing. He was doing like a bunch of like mariachi stuff and like, 
Like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? This guy's well, got a like a screw band, loose, man. He's a, he's a goofball. No, he's got a like, screw uh, loose. He's he's not he's not right. He needs he needs a uh, help. Saw, he's not I right. Actually, I fucking saw him in his uh, he had a weird <laughs> band called Peeping Tom that I saw. It was kind of like bizarre. Yeah, there you go. That's what I'm talking electronic. about. Electronic. It, it's genre. It's fucking genreless to use a pretentious term. It's kind of like it's fucking like. Yeah, I know you like the genres. Oh, this guy, he's, he is like clearly, clearly incredibly amazing, but I just, what, what good is it to go? There's a dude that has 10 octaves and he's like the, whatever the craziest singer in the world, but there is literally zero. He has no record sales and he has no record deal. (laughs) Yeah. you should. This is him doing doing stroker ace. (laughs) Dude, he sings like a woman. It's amazing that he gets to that fucking whatever that is. But awesome for him. But nobody wants to hear you do that. I don't want to hear like falsetto and fucking uh, bass. And I don't. Want, I don't need to hear all that in a in a song. But it is cool to know that he can do it. And so it's just those, one of those like fucking. Ripley's, believe it or not, fucking thing. Yes. Like, this asshole has, like, this yeah. voice. <laughs> like, look at this freak. And he's a bizarre fucking maniac. This is... Okay, this is Patton where you'll be like, okay, it starts off sounding like, wow, beautiful. Oh, dude, there, Here we go. I'll go to, yeah. to back for a lot of faith on more time. Yeah, this sounds like, okay. I like a little spacey, but, like, heavy rock. Almost kind of Guns N' Roses. I've never liked this. Yeah. I have always, I have always thought this sounded so stupid. Like, oh, here we go. It's gonna sound a lot stupider now. Here we go. Oh, good. You can tell. Get pissed. Any idea what he's saying there, Luke? Are you catching that? No. Of Man, course not. Is this on, uh, what is he saying? What is he time? saying? Yes, yeah, this is King for a Day, Scott. Good call. What are you promoting on this uh, pod? Okay. What is he saying? <laughs> I'm going to give you one more chance. Hold on, wait. Come back wait did he on say that, uh, no, no vaccines, uh, no abortions? Is that what he's saying? Yeah. That's or something like that? How did you know that? Wow. Oh. That's like eerie that you pulled that off. I'm gonna get, we're going to come back around on the chorus one more time here, and then we'll move on from Mike Patton. <laughs> Sorry, dude. You're going to have to write this out. I can't. Here it comes. Here it comes. Listen to it. Just saying, like, no clue. Fucking give me money or something. This is kind of corn. This is fucking corn. Wow. That's the other guy that has a, a six octave range. This is deep corn. No way. No way. He's got. A, oh, I'm sorry. He's got a five octave range. Does? Yes. I would have guessed that. I do. I did research on this after our last episode. 
Wow, that's fascinating. That's because I didn't understand. Dude. I didn't understand it. I was trying to learn. I was trying to learn about octave ranges and all that because you guys know that kind of stuff. Oh, here we go. I don't. This is like Pat and his love right here. You see the chance right now? They're just gonna end. This all kind of deteriorates. I uh, mean, the thing is, the, the answer this, though, this, the answer this, is, don't look at me. I'm ugly in the morning, is what he's saying. Don't look at me. I'm ugly in the morning. Don't look at me. I'm ugly in the morning. What a fucking idiot. See, that's what I hate about these people. Oh, like, right into, yeah, it could have been <laughs> like here. Here we go. There's a guy that's. There's a guy that has like. This guy's like achieved a level of a level of notoriety that no one else is going to achieve in his in his particular genre. And he sings about that dumbass shit. Who cares? <laughs> the song's called "Don't." I'm just look so at me, sick ugly, of fucking dumb bullshit. Just do good. Just talk about fucking. It's a great album I'm though, so Luke. It is a really good shit. album. It's maybe it's not for you. How how is that a good album? If that oh, is Ricochet's a song. great. Yeah. Uh, well, Cooper what is he talking about? Well, is he talking about a, you know? Is it uh, how I look in the evening? Is that the uh, next? You song? know what though? I'm I'm surprised you can't get with this guy. You know, he's got 25 million dollars. That's kind of like that's not gross. Oh, well. you're right. I should actually get with this guy because he's got 25 million dollars. No, he's so. <laughs> no, I I, I I do need to I do voice, need to work on like my appreciation for millionaires. Oh come on! <laughs> I'm not. Gonna I live to see you eat that contract. <laughs> Let's hey, say we got a f- <laughs> if I had a ahead, voice and I can make 25 mil, that was my net worth acting like a fucking goofball because I was a goofball. But that's pretty cool. That's kind of I mean, sweet. That's, that's sort of like man. the best fucking life. Like if you could do something like if you could hit a fucking baseball and make 400 million dollars, you wouldn't be like, nah, just don't give it to me. Like <laughs> I'm fucking I can hit like 350 in the MLB. Yeah. But like I don't I want know, 45 agree, million dollars here. <laughs> in, in a way. No, like like in general, I, I agree. And here I, comes trouble. I think with uh, Faith No More, I, I actually have never you know, I never, I never got into faith no more. I never actually like. I don't like listening to them, but I, I can Dude, appreciate I them. It's abrasive. Yeah, <laughs> it's just. I mean, it a just lot sounds it. like it just doesn't sound good to me. And w- when you hear stuff like, "Oh, he's got like this crazy active written," it's like, "Oh, cool." So I listened to. I must have listened to like fifty different like videos of him. Uh, going up and down with all these crazy octaves and whatever and i was just like i was like disturbed it just sounded so stupid and he doesn't none of it sounds good it's like it's only good when it's in a particular range for me yeah i don't need to hear someone singing like a girl like uh i don't want to say like a girl but like oh, so boy. high you're canceled no you're but you're he's speak- he sings so fucking yeah. high. Well, he sounds post. female. It is yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> he is that amazing. He can sing so fucking high that you you're like, wait a minute. What's the it secret? It doesn't Zach? seem like him at all. And he's phenomenal. He really is truly like it's mind blowing. But I'm not listening to that shit ever. Guys, we should go as soon as this show's over. We should all go see the new Batman. You guys want to go? Oh man. Uh, I know Scott's I really excited about that. I've got it. I'm trying to think of a pithy, <laughs> snotty retort, but I couldn't come up with one. Yeah, I'm surprised. 
I've got it. I've got it scheduled to. Uh, we're gonna see that when we're out in California. We're going out in California next week, Thursday. Really? Wow. Where are you going? Uh, going to upstate uh, California. But hold on, we've we have another. We got another email. Let's get to it. Well, you're going. Are you going to Northern California? Is what you're saying? Yeah, we're going to Northern California. Uh, we're going to be close to Petaluma, where Lagunitas Brewery is. Ooh. Yeah, so it'll be cool. We're gonna we're gonna hit hit up the brewery. We have friends there from uh, from New York, and they're uh, you know they've got a couple of kids. So probably See, this is the benefit, uh, Luke. I mean, we'll be New lamping. York is expensive we'll, as we're fuck. We're just gonna be it, lamping. It spit you up and it chewed you out like a motherfucker, like it was no thing. But at least you connected with people out there, so you have connections around the rest of the country. That's the one positive in New York, I would say. But there were many positives, but, you know, we can move on from that. <laughs> hey! All right, well, uh, yes. Yes! Next up is Brian's email, which we took forever to get to. Sorry, Brian. Last but certainly not least, Brian. You know that. It's a safe spot at gmail.com is how you contact us. This is a talk show, by the way. Sometimes we got caught up so much there, I almost felt like we were hanging out and we weren't even doing a show. So <laughs> this is funny to me. We get a good laugh in a show. It makes me happy. Uh, hello, Safe Pod talk show crew. <laughs> I, too, Hi. love going to the grocery store. Thank you, Brian. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, during the pandemic, I would relish the store runs as it felt like going on a supply run in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, dude. Okay. Hell, yeah. It was like a Max oh, man, Brooks that's novel. A- <laughs> That's that's from what we were talking about last week, but yeah. you going out to their grocery store every fucking day. Seven nights, seven nights a week, man. Yeah. Yep, seven nights a week. Brian gets me. Uh, <laughs> but instead of weapons and ammo and canned goods, we were vying for toilet paper as everyone was being silently passive aggressive with each other. <laughs> uh, Elena doesn't get why I like going to the grocery store almost every day. All right, yes, but it's just <laughs> nice to get out of the house for a bit and yeah. see humanity. In all of its ugliness and triumph. Fucking A, Brian. I'm with you, man. Yes. We should my, do a my version of that is My version of that is Ace Hardware. That's I always yeah. say, I always tell Chris, I, I got to go to Ace. And she's like, wait, yes. why? What do, you, what do you need from Ace? I need some time to myself. Yeah, so, some, like, just a little social massage or, like, to feel like I'm a part of something besides my basement. <laughs> I need to Fucking talk to another man who, who understands plumbing. Also, a couple pods back, I missed an email on the one that was recorded on the off day. So then I sent two emails for the price of one, so to speak. The second email was answered while the first was lost to the tides of time. So I'm going to re-ask the question from that email long ago. Do either of you entertain the stupid yet ridiculously fun theory of we are in a simulation? I find this endlessly fun to ruminate on and justify to myself being a gamer my whole life with a concentration in single player story-based games like bioware's mass effect trilogy and fallout oh boy i find the theory's example of photorealistic graphics getting exponentially better from the days of pong to now the rule of accelerated change and the ray Kurzweil theory of the singularity all fascinating and probable. What day or what say you all? Are we living in a simulation? Oh boy! Damn. I mean, Kurzweil Kurt, Kurt, is a a theoretical physicist. Uh, 
Oh boy. What's that? That's supposed to be 2045. Hey, it's a big one. Serves. The Kurtzwell theory. So we're at. And maybe 20. we could save this for next week because. No, no, no. No, I, I actually wrote no. notes on this one. I wrote notes on this one, so we're not oh, we're boy. not cutting it off. Oh, we got to settle in. Let's settle in. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, do your thing. I mean, this, and then could, we'll leave. this could take a few hours, but but let's let's do it. Well, I mean, I I would hope that this would actually launch like the four hours worth of discussion, but. That's what I'm saying. We should save it for next week so we could give it its proper due. All right. Well, how about I give an introduction? I don't. And we intro. Just, like, intro. intro yeah, give us a teaser. It's called I'll, a teaser, I'll, Luke. I'll you got to really it. get the business lingo down here, man. Come on. Uh, you, Mike, are you are you trying to cut out here? Uh, do you got to go at eight? Yeah, I got shit to do. You're dead, Carl. Everybody in the world's got shit to do. All right. It's an hour and 10 minutes. Was this rock sub? I mean, I'm not doing okay. a two hour show. So, okay. I, I did, I did what I could. I did, uh, I did like a five minute, uh, five minute burst. Probably won't make sense, but let's just go with it. Uh, so this is always an interesting question. The only reason I really, I really like spent a lot of time thinking about you it. Did this. And by a lot of time, of course, I just gave up the goat. Uh, this was, I had a friend reach out and be like, dude, we're living in a simulation. I was like, what the fuck do you mean by simulation? And he was like, you know, just things are, things are crazy. And I was like, all right, that's not, that's not what this means. But in any event, uh, you know, kind of is the real, what is perceived or is perception, the kind of bridge to the real, you know, I mean, there, there is no difference between what is real and what is perceived in this in this case. So obviously, given the perception, uh, given that perception requires kind of like a tactile engagement with the material world, the real is ostensibly a manifestation of the perceived itself. The simulation, the simulation, as like kind of discussed, as such, would have to be based on current perceptions. Uh, so by definition, uh, the, this could only be an artifice created as part of our own need for some form of a metaphysical escape. Its contours will be based on our commonly experienced world and will mimic it, but will be exaggerated. To alienate yourself or escape is practically a necessary component to the experience and the actual real alienation in the material world, and that's actively destroying your freedom. The only form of resistance to that pressure and that force is to forcibly push back. And the only way available to us, which is metaphysical and the material conditions of modern capitalism require f some form of material pushback in order to extinguish that type of opprobrium. But the only avenues that are truly accessible to us are the metaphysical ones. The conditions of our own alienation are still material you still you're still hooked up to a headset you're still hooked up to a screen or whatever that might be but your emancipation and your liberation is still basically a fucking fantasy there's a form of praxis involved in all of this but it's largely unconscious it's uh, more of a primal need to escape because there's also an inherent apprehension of one's own distance from their own surplus value one of the main issues really is the fact that most people use the term simulation to express that they feel distant or removed from things that are going on in the world. Things are simply just too large or too complicated to comprehend or maybe too chilling to absorb. 
the idea that the actual world is in fact simulated uh, allows for the escape world to be the real world. And that is basically how I feel about it. Beautiful. That's fantastic. I like that. Uh, that yeah, there's a lot to steal on there. And now it gives us a chance to uh, dive into this and allow us to go deeper on the discussion next week. Brian, you're setting the tone here. You're laying the foundation. So we'll talk about that next week, and we'll talk about Christ, and uh, we'll talk about diarrhea and uh, Mexican pizza. And word all over the Yeah, I mean, all this stuff kind of just... Also, Biden's dependent. State of the Union. I mean, you know, we're talking about Mexican pizza. What's better than that? Think I get no, we're, we're never we're never talking about that. I I promise you. Did this. I promise yeah, you, this. and I promise anyone who listens, I, I will never <laughs> talk about that goddamn speech. Again. Thank you. We appreciate that. Because if we took <laughs> it into it. another week after the fact, it would be pretty pathetic. So, uh, and you would probably have to go into a rehab. I think it's obvious. You're going into a rehab. So, no, I, I would I would be literally committed to a fucking psychiatric ward. This is no rehab. I, I would be wrong out. With that. I mean, I'd be out. I'd be out. Good in time about. to get away and kind of collect your thoughts and maybe. I'd be in the solarium. Hey, what have I been doing? <laughs> I'd be I'd be putting someone's solarium. Zing. Solarium. Well, next week we'll be back. Uh, are we doing the show? You're going out of town. Are we doing the show before you leave? I assume Thursday is when I'm going out. So yeah, we're doing the show. Okay, well, look at that, Scott. We're in business. Uh, unless Scott ends up having some Amazon errands he has to run. You never know. Mm -hmm. You never, I mean, never can tell. I mean, he can't make his own schedule. <laughs> of course he can make his own schedule. That's one of the benefits, right? Yeah. One of the perks. Uh, I actually, by the way, I'm making all these jokes, but clock's ticking. I got to get, I probably have to get a job here. The money's running out. And, oh, yeah. Why <laughs> the go fuck do you think yeah, I'm yeah. doing this shit? <laughs> Here we go. Mike Ovi is going to have to get back up, to the workforce. I, I, wake, I wake up every morning just convincing myself of the, the benefits of doing this. <laughs> the benefits. Yeah, hey, listen, the benefits of doing this, what we're doing right now, those are the only benefits you're getting. I feel fine. Yes, I feel relatively happy. The, relatively this is the only thing that's going to give you benefit. No, I'm fine. Yeah. Well, you know, well, it's look, just I, like... Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to get into the opinion. Here, don't you dare leave us. I don't think anyone's going anywhere. I think we're okay. Yeah. So next week we'll be back. Brian, thanks for the email. Mr. Pink, thanks for your thoughtful and very wordy email. And, of course, Danny with the boxing fun facts. Uh, we appreciate it, as always. We'll be back next week. Is it safe pod at gmail.com. And, uh, shit, what did we uh, talk about today? I don't know. Uh, Scott, what do you want to close the show with today? Why don't you pick? Yeah. Oh, I didn't have Christ. a song ready. Oh, fuck. I, yeah, I don't have I had a Mike Patton song ready for Luke. It would have been pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, Actually. Again, play amazing play, play Ricochet. Ricochet's smooth. No, right, yeah, then we'll just do that then. <laughs>